I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back. Motherfuckers, it is Commander Wee in the building. I've got a wallet on my ass with a rock and roll license inside for this motherfucker. How are you doing, Baron? I'm fantastic there, Commander, definitely. Um, yeah, this is, this is a crazy one. This is a crazy one. Never heard of it before. Yeah, I was quite astounded, but we shall get into it. We shall get into it. A hundred percent. Reverend. I just gotta say. The rock and roll will never die. <laughs> yes. Rock and roll has no borders, knows no genders, and loves all. Something like that. I fucking, I think I fucked that up. Anyway, um, let's, let's go ahead and talk about the fucking movie that the commander brought to the table this week. Um, last week, we talked about uh, Slumber Party Massacre Part 2. And I bring that up only because it's a Roger Corman movie. And within that movie, they injected, and I don't even think we brought this up on the episode, they injected a small part at the beginning of the slumber party where they're watching rock and roll high school. You know what my yeah. biggest disappointment in that is? They didn't play the Ramones at all in that whole shit. They didn't. <laughs> they didn't. Anyway. And that's why I left it out of the episode, for sure, ah. man. Fair enough. Well, I bring this up because the movie we're talking about this week is from about 13 years later, no, 12 years later. It is 1999's Wild Zero, directed and, and co-written by a fellow named Tetsuro Takeuchi. Um, and I did look up the pronunciation on that because I wasn't 100% sure on that last name. But Tetsuro Takeuchi what's interesting about this man and this might actually i don't know if you did any digging into this either one of you um but he made this movie and that is the end of it the reason oh. you can't find other credits is because he is a filmmaker but he makes music videos that is why this movie looks the way it does and i feel like that puzzle piece for people that get the heads up post and watch this movie before we talk about it, it's going to make a shit ton more sense why it, it is the way it is. It really does, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I love it, actually. man. This is one of those one-off things that is so true to its fucking being. You know, like, it takes a lifetime to make a masterpiece, and every film that you work on after that is just the film that you are going to make at that point. Yeah, you're that just is your first baby, and that is beautiful. And this is his first filled length film. Absolutely wonderful, man. Ch chase, chasing the dragon, chasing the dragon for sure. So, 
Um, let's talk about a couple before we get into this movie. Um, uh, once again, the music video thing, I'm sure makes a lot more sense. Uh, Gene, uh, every time the Baron, uh, I know was, uh, wildly unfamiliar with this movie. Uh, Terry, the Reverend, I think has watched this in the past. Um, and, revisiting this i had definitely seen it before but it was 20 years ago um it'd been a while for me too man yeah for sure so revisiting this uh it's a japanese flick it's shot in thailand um mm-hmm. all of the main characters with the exception the exception of tobio uh the i i will not say who that person is yet because we got to get into that um but Tobio is actually Thai. Um, in the main cast, that's the only Thai actor. But all of the extras, this is a fucking rock and roll sci-fi alien zombie movie. That's what it Fuck is. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, and yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I, I think all of those elements need to be included in the genre title because without one of them, you're doing a disservice to describing it. So... Um, this uh um all all of the uh extras the zombies in this flick were most of them were thai military and their families um and i do love the makeup in this it's bad but i love how bad it is and some of it some of the gore is actually really good but let's get into the synopsis of this motherfucker unless you guys want to comment before we do well, uh, I'll comment as we go at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Let's dig into this motherfucker. Now, there's a lot to unpack, and I don't want to fucking talk about every last little scene, but, um, and I may go out of order because this shit is it's, it's it's so disjointed. Inherently out of order. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's that shit. And not in a Gus Van Zant or, or, no. uh, what's that, what's that one guy, uh, that did the House of, uh, Jack Bill? The, um, the Lars von Trier, Lars yeah, von Trier. There's no Quentin Tarantino narrative no. restructure or anything. No, it's not an artistic choice. It's just, yeah. it's just put together in some way. All right, mm-hmm. this is a gingerbread house that's falling down. So, um, we open with uh, we open with a kid. Uh, shit, I now I'm forgetting. I should have written down the fucking characters names i only wrote a few of them down uh ace his name is yes i don't know yes. that yet but ace is in this tiny little fucking room very reminiscent of like i think that's what mike ness was trying to talk about in his sad social distortion songs and this motherfucker is combing the shit out of his hair and listening to a fucking broadcast where they're talking about a meteorite landing or maybe ufos but we don't really know and they're kind of laughing it off on the radio and he puts in a cassette tape because it was 1999 and cassette tapes and mixtapes were king i used to walk around with the reverend with a fucking ghetto box that i painted jesus hates me really big and i fucking had cassette tapes in all of my pockets of my fucking denim jacket it was it fucking ruled it was a great time anyway this kid is fucking listening to some heavy hard i mean i would call it hardcore rock and roll i mean this is we talked about this at one point this is this is link ray influenced 
Ramones influenced Japanese dwarves is what this band sounds like. They are called Guitar Wolf and they fucking rule. They are a real band. Um, mm-hmm. Every single record they have put out is a banger from front to back, just like the Ramones, just like the dwarves. Um, and they are still playing now today. And they have 13 fucking records and they fucking rule. It's 22 years later from this film is today. It's and, still going. Yeah, 22 wow. years later. And this band started in 90, I can't remember. It's 95, four or 95. Yeah. So they're going, okay. they're just about to the 30 year mark and they're still serious as fuck about what they do. Anybody that knows anything about how Japanese do subcultures, especially when they come from elsewhere or when they come from America, they're not fucking playing around. No, Japanese, yeah, yeah, agreed. Japanese agreed. rockabilly dudes, Japanese yeah. skinheads, Japanese punk rockers, Japanese hip hop kids, yeah. they are yeah. not fucking playing around. A million they percent. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Guitar Wolf has definitely been playing music for fucking years. They had been playing music for five or six years before this film came out. Um, they were definitely into their second or third album. They have multiples. They literally just released another one in 2019. They mm-hmm. had been actively touring until fucking COVID. This is a legitimate fucking Fuck rock and roll me. band kicking ass all wow. of the fucking time. And every single one of their albums is legitimate and they never change their sound or fucking make it some bullshit. The one that came out most recently is just as fucking hardcore rock and roll uh, as fuck as the original album. Yeah, this is a band I recommend any... I know that punk rock motherfuckers listen to us, and I know that a bunch of you haven't heard of these guys. I don't blame you. This isn't fucking hipster hour where we're trying to outdo you on shit we've heard of before. This just came across my desk when I was in high school at the right time. But this band fucking rules... Uh, and you should literally spend an entire day and just listen to the whole fucking discography and lose your fucking mind. Um, uh, you know what? I'm going to throw up another fucking Japanese punk rock band. Listen to Thug Murder. All female fucking uh, Japanese boy band. They're amazing. Wow. They're amazing. <laughs> Thug um, Murder is a heavy name. Yeah. Thug Murder is one of my favorite uh, names I've ever heard for a Yeah. <laughs> it's dope. So, anyway, um, so... We got your man, and he is combing the fuck out of his hair. Like, he, like that's meditation for him. It's all he has is a bed, a radio with a couple cassette tapes, and his fucking comb. And he fucking breaks the fuck out, right? Shit, I'm trying to remember what happens. There. So next we go to the club, where fucking yeah. he goes to see Guitar Wolf play. And you can see the crowd's losing their shit. It's like, a, like an American... LA punk rock show in the 80s. Motherfuckers yeah. are pogoing, punching each other in the fucking face. They're having a great time. And Guitar Wolf is blowing the fucking roof off the place with a song called Jet Generation, which fucking rules. The line that I said at the beginning of this show is from that song. They're amazing. They're fucking, I got a fucking wallet on my ass with a rock and roll license in it. That's right, motherfuckers. So He's got this look like he's experienced. He has a look that I felt inside the first time I went to a punk rock show. It's that's it's oh, life yeah. changing. It's life changing. 
he's found a new religion now. That's what the look yeah. on his face is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I agree and with so, that. And so he goes on with his day, shows over, whatever. Um, and the club that they're at upstairs, while this is going on, there's this fucking Victor Zaz, if anyone's hip to the DC universe, motherfucker. This Japanese Victor Zaz with a fucking choker collar with eight-inch fucking spikes on it, just beating the dog shit out of this uh, fucking, this yeah. girl. Like, laying on the ground, punching her in the face, and I'm like, God damn. Tell her you need to be a good girl. You need to be fucking... You need to act right. And the Guitar Wolf fellas are upstairs. They start walking down the hallway. They see this motherfucker who's dragging this girl. He just beat the dog shit out of and they're trying to call him out on it. And he's clearly going, hey, we're not going to keep customers waiting. So they're clearly pimping her out. She's bleeding from every spot on her face, can barely hold her head up. And he's just like, no, nah, I'm going to lay you down in this room and people can have at you. And the fucking Guitar Wolf, by the way, they are introduced in the opening credits. The names of the people in the band Guitar Wolf are Guitar oh, yeah. Wolf, Bass Wolf, and Drum Wolf. That's Guitar it. Wolf being the lead singer and guitar player. You can guess who the other two fellas are. I'm not going to go into it. He tries to stop him, and this motherfucker basically drops a name of his boss. He drops his name like, motherfucker, you've heard of this motherfucker. You ain't talking to me like that. And they go, fucking, all right. And they walk on down the hall, and they go into this motherfucker's office. This dude is, uh, I'm not sure why. I, I Maybe I missed something. I don't know if this was uh, point, pointed, uh, purposeful, uh, but this very oddly, and I say oddly effeminate because the, the elements of, of femininity are strange to me. Um, not the fact that he is effeminate, just the areas in which he is. The wigs, <laughs> the stuff, right? So they the go booty shorts. The club You're talking booty about the booty shorts. Right? The boot, those booty fucking shorts. shorts. The fucking, like, Johnny Appleseed haircut? Yeah, that's it's, what I'm it's, about. He's rocking a all-white romper when they first go in, and he's on the phone ordering a custom jacket that he needs delivered by fucking Wednesday. Yeah, and the wigs. See, I don't even know that's a wig until later we find out he's just got all these bull-cut, weird fucking wigs that's i'm like that's, that's so weird if you're gonna be feminine why aren't you good looking <laughs> that was my takeaway like i just don't get it but this motherfucker he's got goons in his office he's got this broad that is clearly fucking doped up his shit i was gonna be like oh that's she's playing with this pile of powder for yeah 15 straight minutes but i'm pretty sure those are carved up pills um that's why she's so out of it. Anyway, um, Guitar Wolf comes in to fucking talk. Well, don't, no, no, no. Fucking Ace comes in first, doesn't he? Go ahead. Uh, yeah, no, sorry, Guitar no, no. Wolf comes in sorry. and they're like, hey, you need to give us our money. We're going on tour. Fucking booty shorts guy with the A-frame haircut. He says like, rock and roll's dead. Yeah, he says rock and roll's dead. I can't invest in Guitar Wolf. Right. Wolf That's where I was going. Ace has been, he's been, Ace is trying to live this dream. He just saw his favorite band up on stage and he wants to become a rock and roller as well because rock and roll will never die. And he comes up and he, he sees the girl getting the shit beat out of her. He sees that she's on drugs. Guitar Wolf's in there talking to the manager that Ace wants to go talk to too because Ace wants to sell himself as a rock and roll star as well. 
but this manager is telling the guitar wolf, guitar wolf of all people, the gods of rock and roll, obviously, that clearly rock and roll is dead. And as soon as this manager motherfucker speaks those words, Ace busts well, through the door like a motherfucker well, and says, "Rock and roll will never die." Well, wait, we got it. We got a fucking the the one thing that see, I was I I was right then. I'm glad I wasn't fucking. I missed something, but. A, uh, not Ace, but fucking Guitar Wolf himself, the singer of the band Guitar Wolf, and the fucking booty shorts romper motherfucker with the stupid Hansel wig, they're, they're fucking got gas pointed at each other. Like, they're fucking, they're holding iron on each other. And he goes, fine, take a fucking walk. I can't sell your bullshit anyway. Rock and roll's dead, right? And yeah, your man comes in, starts a fucking fight, Gets, gets knocked out in the most cartoon way I've ever seen with that fucking left that just comes from almost off screen. And then he goes, right? <laughs> yeah, he, he, he moves dude. his jaw so you can see, oh, he got hit. Clearly, that's why he's doing that. And then he drops straight down. It's like three stooges coming, right? Yeah. yeah. So the fight ensues. Um your man that's clearly uh, doing other things other than running a fucking club uh, gets his fucking, with the booty shorts and all that, gets his fucking fingers blown off. Um, he also brings out a small, seemingly solid gold ball uh, and offers it to the super pilled out broad at the table. Like, jokingly, like, ah, it's solid gold, there you go, take it, it's fucking thing. And that that comes up a bit later but um so guitar wolf they you know they fucking walk away from the whole shit they leave but before they leave sorry, sorry yeah. commander but just before we leave the office i just wanted to question you both with about something the milk and what he puts into the milk the booty shorts so, boss i wasn't sure about that either i honestly i swear to you i've always taken that the fact that he's wearing all white his wig is white and he's drinking milk out of a straight glass and he mm -hmm. poured powder in it. I always took that to be a reference to Clockwork Orange. I don't know if it's anything more than that. I agree with that. I agree with that. I've always taken it that way. Um, and there's is it a cocaine? Is, is it cocaine? Is it chopped up pills he's putting in there? You never see anyone snort lines in this fucking movie. Um, That's true. Everyone everyone takes pills though including guitar wolf mm -hmm. you'll see them yes. pills. but i do believe it was white powdery poured in there i think that yep. this guy who's the mob boss whatever you want club owner whatever he's um i i imagine it's the same powder that goes in those gelatin capsules that he pops in his yep. mouth uh throughout the fucking movie i have to imagine yep. and it's some type of amphetamine you know that, at least i uh, guess yeah I mean, it just adds to his character as well, because this is a giant tablespoon of powder. He pours into this standard yeah. tall glass you'd get in a, in, a, in a bar. You know what I mean? There's right. like a quarter amount of powder as there is to volume of liquid. You know what I mean? Sure. And then he yeah. pounds that fucking milk. It pounds <laughs> it in one. Yeah. Next it. Yeah. 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 That's a very gross to me. Like, I, I can't even imagine drinking milk like that. And no disrespect to anyone that drinks milk. I just fucking, ah, that's gnarly to me. Especially putting drugs in there. That's weird. But yeah, drugs and milk, alcohol and milk. Like, yeah, that's just not a good idea. 
I it's agree. not a good idea. But it shows Booty Shorts boss is charged throughout this movie. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> he does what the fuck he wants to do at all times. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Guitar Wolf fucking leaves the office, but not before. Not before uh, your man Ace, who's been knocked out and is kind of coming to Guitar Wolf himself, cuts one line on his hand, two on aces and then puts their fucking back of their hands together and makes them blood brothers. Like they're in fucking fifth grade, dude. And then yeah, dude. he gives him, he gives him a whistle and he says, you blow this. If ever you need our fucking help, you're we're rock and roll brothers now. And he yeah, goes, it gives him a, it gives him a rape whistle. <laughs> yeah. It's a rape whistle. That's legit. For sure, man. And this, yeah. And this motherfucker is just like, out of his mind, meeting his heroes that he just saw, and he's whoa, but he's also fucking punch drunk, and he's like, what the fuck is even happening? So Guitar Wolf leaves, and they get on there, they, the the rhythm section gets in their fucking car. Terry, what kind of car is that? Did you pick it up or not? I couldn't figure it out. I did not. I could not figure out what the vehicles were in this shit, dude. It's I could really not hard. find it on the thing. They did something with that that's not a normal motorcycle. They did some mods to it. Um, oh, yeah. But I But the car, I thought maybe we could figure it out. We couldn't. I know one of the other cars was a Kenwood car, which is odd. That's funny. That's mm -hmm. Japanese only. Yeah, um, it was fucking super rad. That fucking, uh, like, it looks like a miniature Bronco. It's fucking rad, dude. Oh, I was talking yeah. about the one that, that, uh, that the really good, the three that I, I hate all three of them and wish that all three of them would have died. <laughs> Um, the one that, uh, it's Hanako and Masao and, yeah. uh, Toshi, those three yeah. groups that come mm -hmm. in in a, just a hot mm -hmm. second, their car yeah. was a Kenwood car. Um, in, in America, the only thing we have made by Kenwood are two-way radios. Like they don't, they, sure. they make, yeah, they make technology and things, but their cars are not available here. They won't sell. Anyway, I also so I also liked how the vehicles uh, had flames coming out of the exhaust. All of the cool yeah. vehicles did, as yeah. did Fuck Guitar yeah, Wolf. Dude. Guitar Wolf, they could rival Ramstein for the amount of fire and flames they had on stage as well. Just their whole rock and roll thing. I Guitar Wolf's bike time. has the entire front end in the shape of a fucking wolf skull, man. Like yes. it's amazing <laughs> as fuck. Yeah, like a fucking like a like a, a two thousand like an N sixty four Star Fox diamond fucking three D wolf skull. It fucking rules. So, um, I think that that what the Baron brought up is a perfect time to bring up the fact that there is a drinking game surrounding this movie. Every time fire shoots out of something, anyone says the words rock and roll. Mm -hmm. Something explodes, uh -huh. a zombie's head pops, or <laughs> anyone combs their hair, you have to drink. Jesus, you'd be hammered. I, <laughs> I I'm like, I drink, like, I, I guess if I was drinking beer, I'd be all right. But drinking whiskey, you, you die. <laughs> you would die. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, anyway, um, there is a, we'll get into it, I suppose. Maybe you guys can point them out. Um, but there are a ton of references to the Ramones and Link Ray specifically in this movie. Um, they, so anyway, they go, uh, 
from there, uh, your man fucking Guitar Wolf gets on his motorcycle. We see for the first time. Flames shoot out the fucking back. And then we just see all the cool vehicles from there on out have fucking flames constantly coming up. Not just like when they started, but constantly while riding. Um, they move on down the road. And I think after this is where we get introduced to the two gentlemen being uh, driven via escort during the day, correct? And they're talking about the weapons yeah. shipment? Yeah, yeah. These yeah. two gentlemen, it turns out they are Yakuza um, on their way to buy a weapons shipment and they start seeing weird things on the road. Uh, they can't quite figure, like they're seeing people, but then they don't see them and, then, and there's people wandering around and, and um, I believe then we cut to the people I brought up before in the Kenwood, which were Hanako, who is the girlfriend of Toshi, and another fellow who's very, um, very, uh, oh, what's the word? Uh, a stoic named Masao, who's driving the car. And they're driving down the road, and they make, a, they make it very apparent, even via, via subtitles, that these people are like... What what we would call in the U.S. like white trash. They 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 have poor sure. grammar. They sure. say fuck every other word. Like they mm -hmm. they they they're uneducated, poor, throwaway people. Um, and they're driving down the fucking road, arguing about how they don't have money and how how Hanako wants to go see the stupid meteor that landed, and she's bitching that that Toshi, her boyfriend, doesn't ever make any fucking money. Masao doesn't say shit. They pull up. To, he finally says, I'm going to fucking do something. Make some fucking money. You're going to be fucking sorry about it. And they pull into a fucking gas station. They go in to get something to drink, not even to get gas. When they go in, Masao, for some reason, unknown to everybody here and now forever, pulls out two butterfly knives and decides to rob the place. There is what appears to be two like uh what do you call them uh um, mechanics two mechanics uh, slash maybe they they run the register too they're clerks as well and uh this this woman named toby um this is a very feminine character anyway um we'll get into that in a moment but he does that and tobio passes the fuck out the other two dudes just fucking stand there um what happens in the rest of that is we see, we see, I think then they cut back to the Yakuza fellas being surrounded in the car by zombies, literal zombies. And the zombies are very slow moving, very a la George Romero type zombies. These are not the stupid newfangled 28 days later infected quote unquote. These are zombies. These are textbook fucking zombies. And very gray-skinned, walking up. And um, they surround the car. And without going into all of it, there's gunshots fired. One of the guys, the, the henchman for the Yakuza guy, gets out, fires some shots, ends up getting eaten. The fucking driver shits himself and can't move. And ends up blowing his brains out. I, I'm, sk I'm skipping around a little bit. He blows his fucking brains out. Yakuza guy 
can't get in the front seat, throw his body out, and keep the zombies out at the same time. So he gets out and starts fucking blasting on people, and he drops millions of yen on the ground and gets eaten by zombies as well. Back to the gas station, Ace pulls in on his fucking motorbike because he's going to see, going to the next town to see fucking Guitar Wolf play again because he's like, now I'm a fucking, I want to be a roadie for these motherfuckers, but Fuck I'm yeah. basically a, a rock and roll deadhead following these motherfuckers around. Fucking living a dream, dude. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm not shitting on it. I'm just saying. So he goes in to walk into this place to pay for gas and probably get a snack some delicious Japanese snack that we don't have over here and maybe something to drink, some delicious Japanese drink that we don't have over here. And he opens the door and breaks Masao's nose. (laughs) (laughs) He does that and Masao seemingly charges for him after he apologizes. He's like, oh, I'm sorry about that. And he charges for him, but Masao runs out the door, gets in the car, Tells them to fu- tells the other two, Toshi and Hanako, to drive. And they drive off. And I'm going to tell you right now, the two most unbearable things in this movie for me, they were painful to watch. I almost fast-forwarded them. I really, I, if I ever watch this movie again, which I probably will, I'm absolutely skipping it, is when, is when fucking uh, Masao cries in the car. It's painful to watch. Like, I'm like, I... This makes me physically ill to see this man acting that way. And Absolutely. then later on, when Ace cries, it's horrible. It's <laughs> horrible. Like, I'm like, I it's, can't stand it. It's rough. All three of those characters are rough. I mean, like, uh, it's, um, what's the Japanese uh, Steve Buscemi character called? Toshi. <laughs> Toshi. <laughs> I knew who you were talking about. I love it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the teeth. <laughs> I mean, he is just grating to watch and listen to. Um, we've all been, also been, um, I know we're jumping around. That's all good. This movie jumps around. Uh, there is one character that has been introduced, and that's G.I. Japanese Jane uh, in yes. a Humvee with the binoculars. That's who the Yakuza right. were going to meet to pick up the arms. Uh, we- the, uh, the, uh, yeah. You're right. We don't know that yet. And it, once again, it jumps around. It's so slapdash. Yeah, 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 you yeah, don't yeah. figure out what's going on until there's 30 minutes left in this movie. And it's an hour and a half long. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah and she's got maybe the worst fake tattoos I've ever seen in my life. Like just poorly done. If you've got black flames tattooed on your arm, that's fucking rad. But hers are just, they're clearly so fucking fake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. anyhow, um, they fucking get to uh yeah she's driving around and she's looking around the wilderness going now ah, there's some shit going wrong here but she's on her way to the arms deal with the yakuza yes. as the yes. baron pointed out um now after this fucking incident at the gas station tobio wakes up and they have a talk uh, uh ace and tobio sit down to talk and she's like oh you're so tough and strong look at you and he's like, he's like, well, fuck it, I'll take it. Yeah, fuck yeah, I'm strong. Fuck yeah, I handled that, dude. By accident, when I opened the door to get a goddamn drink and some gas. And they're like super into it, right? They even, 
Like, this is the other thing. This is one of those perfect moments where you realize this motherfucker clearly makes music videos because the fucking heart gimmick that comes yeah. through yeah. and, and, yeah. and the, 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 uh, the cut, the cut changes to the next scene where it's just an explosion of a fireball. Like it's a goddamn puff dad in Nate's video from 1998 between like, Oh, this fucking GI Jane lady. And then these people driving down the road on minor motorcycles and fucking leather jackets. Like it's just, the transitions is so funny. Um, so Fuck yes, they move right along. Um, he ace, ends up telling Tobio, like, I love this fucking band. I'm going to the next town. I'm going to see them. They're in Asahi, by the way, which is a decent beer and a real place in Japan. It's um, it's in the northern part of Japan. Uh, I think the closest, like, really recognizable place that people might know is um, uh, Okinawa, I think, is oh, nearby. Okay. Yeah. So they... I may be wrong about that. I apologize. I just looked at a map earlier, but I forgot to write down the information I gathered from it. So they move right along, but they're, everyone is, we're now seeing more and more and more of these gray-skinned, clearly George Romero-esque zombies. Um, now, after the incident with the uh, club owner where he got his fingers blown off by Guitar Wolf, He's heated, and he's going to fucking murder all of them. So yeah. he's now hunting them down, trying to figure out where they're at. He finds out they're playing a gig in the next town over, and he goes, well, fuck it, I'm going. And his henchman just, he gets in his car, and they throw every gun on earth into his lap, like Rocky and Bullwinkle-level humor. They just throw <laughs> all these guns in his lap, and they go, do you want us to come? He's like, nope, I'm going by myself. And he breaks the fuck out. And he just okay, can't and he's wearing um like he's changed to rubber blue tight rubber blue booty shorts for this one if I remember rightly yeah, where you can he, see everything. <laughs> dude, Daisy Duke from the Dukes of Hazard had, had longer shorts than this yeah. mother. And it's rough. Um, in between there was a there was the, I think in between there was a weird clock kind of Clockwork Orange slash oh. Eraserhead moment with the pop singer. Oh. The poodle was wearing the poodle that, dress. Yeah. Wasn't that very eraser head? Like the lady in the heater? Like 100%. That, yeah. She fucking singing this fucking song and he's just eating meat with his mouth open, which Creepy. by the way, I can watch, I can watch so many things, but people eating with their mouth open, I'll fucking murder you if you do that in front of me. It makes me crazy. Anyway, this motherfucker like is clearly going to seduce this woman. Like, yeah, I'll give you a fucking spot on the show. Yeah, I'll do this. That I've been listening to your song forever. And he takes her into, into his car. And then the last thing you see is, oh, before we go over to the thing, I have one more thing to show you. And you never see that girl again. Um, shortly thereafter, he decides he's going on a pilgrimage to murder Guitar Wolf. And he fucking goes down the road to the next town, popping pills and laughing his fucking ass off the whole way. Um, now, this is where I get fuzzy. In, in context of order. I know what happens in the movie, but what happens after that? Because um, Guitar Wolf has their, their few revelations that they do in the middle of it, where he yells. Yeah. Guitar Wolf yells everything in this movie. Yeah. His rhythm section, they talk. He yells everything, 
and it is some Moses on the edge of the fucking cliff shit that he says every time. He means that shit. Well, we're introduced uh, to the three other assholes in this film. We already and talked they, about that gas station part. Okay, yeah. Um, oh, they go they camping. Have, they yes, go camping. The, yes. Ben, Benny Hill. Benny Hill. Benny Hill. Right. Right. Yeah. So those it flashes assholes, that, yeah. they're broke. They're looking for the meteor, and they got no place to stay, so they make a spot in the fucking woods, and Masao cries on the way to the spot, acting like an old bitch, and then... The two, the couple, Hanako and Toshi, she goes off walking into the woods to go take a piss, and he, be, him being a fucking goof, follows her and keeps bothering her, even though she just wants some fucking space. And he uh, goes to talk to her, and then they, they're arguing, kissing, but then fighting, and she's not having it from him. Then all of a sudden, they both hear Masako, or Masao scream. So they go back to the fucking car, and there's just blood fucking everywhere. So... They're like, okay, he's not here. He's not in the water. He's got to be nearby. They go walking, and they find him being eaten. He's clearly dead, and he's being eaten by these zombies. So they take off fucking running. <laughs> they, I don't know if the keys were left with Masao, but they didn't take the car. They took off fucking running. And they do yeah. get away. They get to the back to the main highway from wherever their campsite was, and who do they run into? But Guitar Wolf. Coming up the way. Now, in this time, our man Ace has blown the whistle. I believe. Yeah. Am I wrong? No, no, no. They go running and we don't see them for a while. That's right. We don't see them for a while. And now Ace is running with Tobio because he's yeah. escaped the gas station that's now full of zombies. He mm -hmm. okay, wait, wait, wait. That's what it was. So Guitar Wolf himself in the middle of the road tells ace go and find her you know you want to go back and see her you just saw zombies on the road but you need to go back and find her because he's worried about her. so he goes back to the gas station finds the tobio tells her to come with him they fucking take off down the road um and of course uh guitar wolf tells him to do all these things and seals it by yelling rock and roll with a fist in his air from behind on his motorcycle like he's Akira, right? <laughs> yeah, did very Akira. Very Akira, 100%. Three times where they did the Akira shot with the yeah. motorcycle. Yeah, definitely. So, definitely. <laughs> so he's, got, he's, got, he's got his girl. They're on their way down the road. They end up fucking running into more and more zombies. They end up, I can't remember, I think his bike breaks down and they wind up in like a warehouse in an industrial area. And yes, they're trying to get through this place and they're fighting off fucking zombies. And he breaks down because he can't reach an ax that's behind a fucking uh, a chain link fence. He can reach it and he can touch it, but he can't quite grab it so he can use it. And they've locked the zombies behind a chain link fence I don't know how long that's going to hold. And he's freaking out and he's crying like an old bitch, which, like I said, probably the most difficult thing to watch in the whole movie for me is watching Ace cry in that warehouse. It's really painful and I hate it. It, it, it really deeply upsets me. But then he turns and there's uh, Tobio. Tobio? Is that right? Tobio. Yeah, Tobio. Yes. And she stood there. With, and she's she says ace and he looks over and then he scans her down she's undressed completely she's clearly coming on to him she's into it 
And then you see him look all the way down and there's this frame split. It's an all red screen with this little green stuff in the bottom. And if you see it, it looks like two nipples and a cock. And then he keeps staring and it does another frame split, but it looks like the cock's like moving around a little bit. Okay, and, is that what was happening? Okay, okay. And yep, then he, yep. uh, that's what I took it as, because then he okay. freaks the fuck out, <laughs> freaks out and screams like a lady and runs away like a Benny Hill character. <laughs> Yeah. Into another yeah. room and slams the door behind him, and he's freaking out. And he's having an Ace Ventura moment. Yeah, it's very Ace Ventura. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then he's sitting there tripping out because he just kissed a dude, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not a dude. This is a woman. This is a very. This is extremely trans positive. This this movie. Yes. Very trans positive. Yes. This message. He's but sick. Ace has never had this experience before, so he's questioning himself, and he's really upset about it. Right. The dude comes to his rescue, but the guiding light of Guitar Wolf. That is Guitar Wolf, and Guitar Wolf tells him that love knows no borders or genders. And then he says, do it! He literally yells all these things. Yeah, <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. And then fucking your man sits there going, I don't know. And then he hears... Tobio scream and he goes shit but he's also scared this is a motherfucker trying to deal with i'm a man now he's dealing with these self-doubts that's what he was crying about i'm a sissy and i'm not cool i'm not like guitar wolf i can't even play guitar and i fucking i've never done anything and he hates himself and now it's his time to step up and he's like i don't know if i can and then he realizes shit dude i don't know i didn't know that was a, that was a, a a lady with a wiener I'm actually in love with that person. I need to go out there. And so he fucking goes, fuck that. And he goes to take care of me. Fuck he yeah, he does, dude. And he can't find her. And I'm going to call this person a yes. her because I believe yes. that is what this person is meant to identify as. And yes. because that is my perception, I'm going to do that out of respect. I don't know that for sure, but I'm going to go. With it. So he's going after her can't find her so he fucking sees all these fucking zombies runs back doesn't know what to do and he goes but he just gets angrier angrier and he's fuck it dude finds a crowbar in that room he locked himself in and he runs out and quite literally for three and a half minutes yells fuck over <laughs> and over at the top of his lungs at the sky and then starts fucking taking heads off zombies with the fucking crowbar so after this, we move on. I think at this point we go back. Oh shit, where do we go after that? I'm trying to do, the, I'm trying to do this linearly, but it's so disconnected. <laughs> I understand. I understand. <laughs> um, has uh, the three annoying fucks after they've just done their Benny Hill routine, running away from the zombies, they've they've come to Guitar Wolf, and then Guitar Wolf and them come to the warehouse. That yeah? is what happens next. Yes, I think you're okay. right. Um, and so they run into Guitar Wolf. Guitar Wolf's like, and, and this motherfucker's staring straight ahead while he talks to him. They're like, you'll never believe it. There's zombies everywhere. We're going to fucking die. This is a fucking problem. You need to get us the fuck out of here. And he goes, have you seen Ace? I don't give a shit about your problems. Have you seen Ace? They go, what the fuck are you talking about? There's zombies everywhere. We're going to die. You need to take us somewhere. He's like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Starts his fucking motorcycle. And they go, wait, fucking leather jacket? guy with the fucking hair and the quaff and the mic nests and all that and he goes 
oh shit so you do know who i'm talking about he goes all right this is the best part he goes ride and then he points at the car and he sticks these fucking two jerk offs in the car with this rhythm section and they start driving along and maybe one of my i almost put this as my fucking as my bit of violence when the fucking drummer just does the cartoon one back of the hand fucking punch and knocks Toshi out. So good, so good. <laughs> I love it so much. Anyway, Toshi's being annoying, Kanako's being annoying, and they fucking knock him out. They keep driving along. In the interim, um, and we're gonna have to get it, we're gonna get into a bit of violence right now if we can. Um, okay. Because I think this is my favorite. Our, our homegirl that drives the big fucking military vehicle with the camouflage, she is at what appears to be some type of safe house that she has set up. Um, and she's showering. She's fully nude oh, and yeah. showering. And zombies creep in and you see them. They come in and they tear her clothes apart. Maybe because it smells like her. I don't know. I, I don't, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they tear apart her clothes. I don't know what that was. Shower, yeah. But my favorite part is she turns around fully nude, fucking guns out, tits out, and pulls up a fucking 50 cow and just starts putting holes in everybody. She starts going for the head like any experienced yeah. zombie killer would. This is a woman. She's got, got a, she's, she's got a shower gun. She's got a gun in the shower ready a, to go. <laughs> she's got a shower gun. Exactly. Like, no one saw that shit coming. I didn't. She's just popping off fucking shots till the shit is empty and then reloading and going at it again. And then she gets out, finds another set of clothes, screaming about how they fucking ruined her clothes. And she sees she's surrounded by zombies. So hair still wet, half dressed. She fucking shoots her way to the fucking vehicle, this Humvee-esque type vehicle, yeah. and fucks off down the road, driving with zombies on it quite literally the entire time for Fuck yeah, miles yeah. and miles they're just like <laughs> hanging off the side like all fucking right. like six corners of this goddamn fucking hummer dude there's so like 15 even 15 <laughs> so motherfuckers hanging off this shit the whole time and she pulls up like that <sighs> now i don't know if i'm skipping anything i think i'm good but i think you're good the the toshi masao's dead Toshi and Hanako um, are at this warehouse with Guitar Wolf, and our homegirl shows up. They discover all these weapons. And earlier on, the Yakuza guys that got eaten in the limo, they are on about, it's not really a limo. They tried to make it look like a limo, but it wasn't a limo. This is a very <laughs> low weapon. They're trying to talk, they're talking about how much is this artillery that we're talking about? And he goes, Well, when I talked to the guys we're selling it to, they said, Are we trying to start a war? So they're trying to say there's a shit ton of fucking weapons. They go in and sure enough, it is Boondock Saints level fucking Matrix level, yeah. For, yeah. Yeah, for, yeah, for real. We've got it's archer shit. Guns and ammo yeah. and grenades and fucking yeah. all types of every fucking thing you can imagine in this warehouse. And she's like, Yeah, I was doing this deal. This is when you find out that these other guys are a Yakuza. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was gonna do this deal here. With the Yakuza, that's why I showed up. What are you guys doing here? And these can we um sorry, can we talk about her outfit though? What she um decided to change into after the shower scene? Please do go ahead. Um, 
there was uh, back in the 90s, I think it was 90s, early 2000s, Demi, Demi Moore did a body paint shoot. I forget which magazine that it was for. <laughs> Probably, I'm going to guess here, I'm going to say Maxim. Probably, yeah, I, I think I think that might be it. But um, the way this one this one piece uh, just rides up, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's so late nineties as well. Um, uh, the color, what would you describe the color as? Wasn't it um, wasn't it like an off white or cream or something? I can't remember. But, but checkered though as well. Um, oh, it's, it's, it's like houndstooth. That's right. It's like go. it's so Here it's like a bikini, but it's an outfit. It's like what it's actually kind of similar to what the club owner was wearing at the beginning, except yes. for it was a, a little more feminine and a little more classy, yes. but also fucking ridiculous because it's clearly a combat outfit, but with no leg covering whatsoever. There we go. There we go. I mean, but but it's meant to be hot and you know, GI Japanese Jane, you know, ready to kick yeah. ass style. But but it's just horrendous. This, <laughs> this was, I think, their only attempt to really sell sex in this movie, because mm -hmm. the majority of this people people in this movie are pretty unattractive, and I think yeah. that they took what they could do. The guys from Guitar Wolf are fucking good looking fellas, but they're not going to drop their persona uh, long enough to be sex symbols. So we are left with this one woman. That's it. Yeah. 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 Um, the trend, um, Ace and his girlfriend, uh, I think they're, they're both attractive more or less. Yeah. Um, yeah in a very you know, teenage think, romance well, way. Yeah. Yeah. But like you said, it's a teenage romance thing. They're more, yes. the, they're the lovey dovey sweetheart yes. part of it. This woman is supposed to embody this cold-hearted sexual creature because she's selling guns, she's popping off shots. Agreed. Agreed. She's heartless and cold, but also tall and 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 pretty good looking. So, yeah, there's no men or women in the movie that personify that other than her. So I think that was their attempt at that. Um, yeah. But well pointed out. Thank you, uh, Baron. So thank you. At this point. There's a knock, a literal knock. And this one fucks me up still. So there's a knock on the warehouse sliding doors. Anyone that knows yeah. what I'm talking about warehouse, these are not just regular ass front doors. It's a big ass sliding steel mm -hmm. door. Ding, 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 knock. And this motherfucker in this very guttural tone, he identifies himself as the leader of the Yakuza. And he goes, what the fuck is that really? She goes, is that you? I know we're supposed to meet, but there's shit going on. Is it really you? But they open the door anyway, and he's a fucking zombie, but he's sentient. This is the first one that's like, can speak and, and knock, knowing that is a thing humans do. All the rest of them are wandering around doing George A. Romero type shit with no minds. Mm. He's the first mm. one that's sentient. And not the last, but one of very, very few. But he he's gets a fancy in. Zombie. And you're right. He's, a, he's doing fancy walking. So he gets in, manages to get his teeth around. I think it was, um, it was Toshi. Yeah. Um, he manages to bite Toshi uh, on the neck before they pop them. And he falls down. Then there's, of course, the argument that happens in every zombie movie ever, 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 ever. I don't care how high class and fucking long the chapters are, even if it's The Walking Dead. This fucking thing has happened where 
our homegirl, who I don't remember the character's name, but we were just talking about it with the hound's tooth and the fucking coldness and the dealing guns. She's shooting 50 cows off. She fucking says, we got to shoot him because he's going to become a zombie. And Hanako protests. He's not a zombie. He's a person. You can't kill a person. And she lets that go and doesn't end up shooting either one of them. Through all this bullshit, they end up shooting a shit ton of zombies. Guitar Wolf gets away. They leave Hanako, but actually she does shoot Hanako um, in the chest, though. Doesn't fucking shoot her in, in the brain. Shoots her in the chest. Puts her in the ground because she insulted her, saying she'd never find love. And then she breaks out. Guitar Wolf breaks out. And they move along to the next town. Um, when they get to the next town, they actually run into the guy from the, they, they play at a gig to play, but they ran into the club owner who was looking for him. Um, he, when he finally catch, am I skipping shit by saying they catch up? He catches up to them in the, that, 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 that abandoned building. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Did no, no I don't think you are. I don't think you are. Even if I am, you motherfuckers need to watch this shit because the shit yeah. show is worth it. Um, but all of them are there. Guitar Wolf and this and this girl, this military arms dealing broad. And they're up in the fucking, they're watching this dude. He pulls up, oh, that's what I forgot. The club owner, while he's in the town looking for Guitar Wolf, finds zombie Toshi walking around. Yeah, and asks him, hey, have makes you seen another fucking... appearance. Yeah, he said, hey, have you seen fucking, uh, you seen these motherfuckers? And he goes, and he just doesn't say anything because he's a fucking zombie. And our second hint of sentience, this motherfucker, right before he takes off, Toshi goes, guitar wolf. And he goes, yeah, oh, that's shit. Right. That's right. All right. And so he gets out and he goes to put him in the trunk of the car. Toshi tries to bite his fingers and we don't know if he bit him or not. But he's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And domes him, fucking throws him in the fucking car, in the trunk of the car, and he takes off. And he finds the building that he's looking for, where Guitar Wolf is fucking holed up. And meanwhile, this whole time, our man fucking Ace is just fighting zombies with a fucking crowbar. He is covered in blood. We haven't gotten there yet, but he's that's what he's doing this whole time. This motherfucker shows up. To, wait, is it at the same building? Is that where fucking Ace was? Yeah, they're and, at the... And, and Guitar Wolf showed up to the building where Ace was fighting zombies. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they all up on the fucking top floor, and Ace is fucking covered in blood from fashion and zombie brains and clearly heated because this, this uh, trans girl that that he fell in love with is, is, is gone and he can't find her and he feels it's his fault. Um, it's, it, it, this whole movie is a struggle of manhood for, for Ace, really. Yeah. Uh, and, and his ego and his pride and, and all that bullshit that really isn't important, but most of us value on a high level. Um, so our club owner guy, whose name I really don't know, I don't, I don't know if I ever caught it. He shows up gets your man out of the trunk, I think. And, uh, but that motherfucker's just off doing whatever. And he has a goddamn grenade launcher and starts fucking launching grenades into the fucking building. Um, a firefight ensues. Guitar Wolf, you know, that motherfucker's like playing guitar and tuning his guitar and then shooting fucking guns up motherfuckers. 
I can't even explain this without describing in perfect detail. You're going to have to just watch it, but... And there's, there's also a whole bunch of... Are the UFOs out at this stage oh, flying yeah. so around the air? that's another thing. Yeah. We have seen UFOs. Oh, yeah, there's also aliens in this film. Oh, yeah. oh, I did skip something. So we do see flying saucers flying around. We know that that is, for some unexplained reason, that I... Spoiler alert, we never find out exactly why, but they are the cause of the zombification of all of these people. Um, and also that little gold ball from, yes, from the fucking yes. meeting. We find out on some level that that is inside all of these people. Yes. Um, the Guitar Wolf literally sticks his hand down the neck and into the fucking body yeah. cavity, the abdomen, and pulls the yeah. same ball out. Glory. Um, and our, our girl, the fucking uh, mm. arms dealer, has this fucking epiphany, like, oh my God, this is going to be so much fun to kill all these people and we're going to find solid gold and there's this whole thing, but that isn't really very well articulated. There's definitely something lost in translation there. I know it. What, what I saw that was is basically um, that, yes, I'll help you out now because I can make shitloads of gold killing these zombies and pulling these no gold doubt. balls out. Yeah, that's what I do. No doubt. I, 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 part of me feels like there was something explained about why it's gold or why i don't there's i don't i didn't see that man i couldn't figure that out either man well that's why i thought maybe something was lost in translation you know what i mean yeah yeah i get you, uh, I get you. the japanese yeah. language is beautiful but it just doesn't equate to the english language it just doesn't yeah yeah, um, yeah doesn't so so <laughs> that being said that happened earlier when they were at the warehouse they're now in this fucking firefight what no no, no i think we covered all that so they're in this firefight and pretty soon our club owner gets, I think he gets shot and they're arguing. Oh, also we find out that fucking guitar wolf has some type of shocking power with his guitar or his hand or whatever. Mm -hmm. And there are a number of times where he pulls out guitar picks and just starts dealing them out like a fucking blackjack dealer and whacking out zombies with them. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. But and if I may, you've done your best bit of violence. That was my best bit of violence. Yeah, uh, the multiple pickles of destiny there, like Gambit from X-Men. That was almost mine. That was almost mine, dude. Yeah, I love that. So let's get into the next part, which is also relatively confusing, somewhat explanatory, and also high in the running for my favorite bit of violence, was when our fucking... Uh, our arch nemesis here, our our um, uh, our our, our an uh, antagonist, the club owner, he now has no wig, right? He's shed his his uh, exterior, his his um, soft exterior, and he is now his eyes light up, and he starts shooting down. He starts fucking shooting like grenade, like he was with the grenades. He's now shooting his laser grenade eyes into different elements of this abandoned building, and they're exploding. Soon after that, he starts fucking shooting down actual flying saucers, and I'm going, okay, that's a jump. That's a huge jump. We never get an explanation as to that. There's also a bit where he talks about how he grew up with Guitar Wolf and how they were childhood friends. That's never yeah. explained. 
No, not at all. <laughs> but they both have powers. So once again, this is also some Akira shit. Where yeah. the childhood friends, they both clearly have some element of power. Yeah, sure, sure. It's not thoroughly explained. Not even their relationship. Yeah. None of it's thoroughly explained. <laughs> and he's shooting down these fucking aliens. But also, remember, at the beginning, he had the gold ball. This is where it fucks me up. That's clearly foreshadowing the little gold ball. Yeah, there's supposed <sighs> to be some type of plot point going on with it. Well, here's my theory. Please. So I think we're far enough along. We're far enough along that I do have a theory on this. I think that he's got these powers. I think that he came down there, however, from his race or whatever. He may have called those people down. He might be the reason that the aliens came to do this. That's why he's not shook of zombies. The only the only hitch in this is the fact that he seems confused as to why. Toshi's behaving the way that he is, but I digress. This motherfucker realizes he's on Earth and he's like, oh, dude, this place is super easy to control if you just have gold and drugs. So, okay. like, I'm going to do that. But finally, the fucking Federation, whatever you want to call it, comes down to exact its whatever on the Earth. And he's like, well, they're fucking here, but I'm still going to get vengeance and I'll deal with whatever else later. And then this motherfucker is so hopped up on earth drugs that he starts taking it out. On He's like, fuck you, that's it. And he starts taking down his own shit because he's just a one-man army. He's, he's let himself become God. He's a cult leader now. He's controlling yeah. all these earth women with drugs and sex and gold. He's like, he's let it go to his head that he's not even an earthling anymore. Does that make sense? That's the only thing yeah. I can come up with, man. Because otherwise it doesn't he make sense. Because he does say this reality is much more rock and roll, kick-ass, whatever he says to me when he's doing the, you know, the green, right. the Godzilla out of his mouth and his eyes. Yeah, the Godzilla right. beams. Yeah. yeah. Right. So. I, then, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so then he gets a fucking grenade to his belly and explodes. He seems to completely dissipate. Uh, yeah. And, and then there's still all these fucking aliens flying around. And, and your man, uh, Guitar Wolf, gives a nice little speech to, uh, yelling, of course, gives this speech to our man, Ace, uh, talks to him about how rock and roll is forever, all that type of shit. Then yeah, dude. he's up on top of this goddamn building. And the, what's very clearly the mothership comes flying down. And your man... <sighs> grabs the top of his guitar neck and Fuck reveals yeah. that it is a motherfucking samurai sword and he pulls that bitch out and carves right down the middle of the fucking mothership the whole way down and then calm as a coma puts that bitch down and all, of course all types of electric sparks come out of it because that's his gimmick right and he puts it away and then that fucking mothership just takes off I don't I can't remember did it crash or did it take off Oh, it crashes. He it defeats does. the entire fucking alien overlords with this one fucking blow, dude. It's all, amazing. And only fun. Guitar Wolf of the band, Guitar Wolf, in the movie, Wild Zero, would be able to pull off something that fucking amazing. A hundred percent. It's impossible logic to argue with. And also, because the mothership's down, all the fucking little baby gimmicks, there's hundreds of them, by the way, they take off. They just leave. 
they're not they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to deal with that type of fucking behavior and violence. Mm-hmm. They're not prepared for it. So they leave. And then fucking our man gives this speech like like a goodwill hunting drive away in the sunset level fucking little narrative about how he learned about about love and how it's it's clearly this man's like i am okay being with this person that has genitalia i didn't think i was into like he's fine with that because he loves this person it's very interesting. This is very progressive for fucking ninety nine. For ninety nine, that was twenty. Uh, that was twenty years ago, man. Yeah, man, that's, that's yeah. fucking heavy. And I never realized how heavy this movie was until I rewatched it. And of course, Guitar Wolf goes off into the goddamn sunset to play more shows for years and years and years in real life. In real life, for another twenty fucking years, dude. Seriously. You know what? One of my favorite thing is Guitar Wolf is constantly pounding fucking drinks everywhere <laughs> it's his energy it's his he fucking... never takes a sip he's always pounding even in the studio in the fucking motherfucking club owner's office he's got a gun pointed at that motherfucker and he's pounding a beer like and it's, it's liquor drinks. no it's liquor it's not beer well, it's like isn't it isn't it like later later he's a got piece. a full bottle i guess that could be liquor for sure but and he's got like a cup holder in the middle of his bike for it, which is rad. But in the office, pretty sure that was a beer. It was like okay, a okay, 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 okay. Like I hear you. I hear you. Yep, 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 yep. And apparently, uh, not apparently. I've watched these motherfuckers play. That's part of their gimmick. He he does is this it? exaggerated beer drinking at their live shows. Okay, I, okay. You can you can go and find a show from two years. It's on YouTube. It's easily searchable. They are playing at Shangri La Record Shop out front. There is a it, it and it's like a fucking forty minute set. It's two years before this fucking movie came out. So these dudes fucking rule, and they've always been like this, and they're still yeah. doing it. It's so fucking cool. But basically, fucking Tetsuro Takeuchi made a somewhat plotless, disconnected music video be an hour and a half long. Is what he did. Fuck yeah. And for that reason, it's brilliant. This is not a good movie. Um, I I would suggest this to the right person mm, at, at a level yep. at a level of 10. And I would suggest this to most people as do not watch it. Because I'm like, you're gonna waste your time, you're gonna be okay. mad at me, you're gonna be mad at yourself. But most people, <sighs> okay. like okay. the right person, I'd be like, this is a 10 for you. Okay. Okay, um, I hear you. Now, uh, Terry, we haven't heard your bit of violence, dude. Please, my bit of Please violence. I am going to say my favorite physical effect on bit of violence is definitely the fingers getting blown off. I just always love nice. a hand getting blown to bits, and it's kind of one of the first fucking instances of violence that we get. I like how it escalates to his hand just getting blown off. Um, I think my favorite though is him cutting the fucking alien spaceship in half, for sure. I mean, yeah, I I actually thought that was what you were gonna go with. I was guessing. I'm like, Terry's gonna say cutting the alien spaceship in half. <laughs> I mean, it's tough, dude. And he's all like struggling because you know that's a lot of effort to cover cut an entire alien spaceship. Uh, uh, excuse me, alien mothership in mothership. half. Mothership. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Um. Did anyone else notice? 
um, I mean, it, it's hard to not know if you even know the song at all, but every time outside of when they're playing shows before they're going to fight fucking um, guitar wolf plays the first three chords to link Ray's rumble before they fight every fucking time. Okay. Whenever oh, nice. he's like, yeah. do, do, do. That's the first three chords for Rumble by Link Ray. Cool. Yeah. Um, it's like, it, it's, it's, I love that. I love when that motherfucker's in the middle of a gunfight and tuning his guitar. It's like the greatest shit ever. Um, okay. Uh, do we need anything before I do Jabba Roy up? Uh, product placement. Did you find any? I didn't really see any. Nah. Uh that no, car I was talking about earlier that the three assholes have in, that's like that hatchback truck that kind of looks like a Bronco. That's a 1966 Datsun Bluebird van, a two-door fucking minivan from 1966 that was only released in Japan. And it's Wait, fucking rad, dude. Which one is that? Wait a minute. Not the, not obviously not the, um, the beige car that Toshi and his people are driving in. That's not what you mean, right? No, the like off blue with the white fucking uh roof, like little oh! two door thing that the three assholes are in. That's right. I remember. Yeah, that's dope. Good job, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Reverend. I love that you're a car authority uh for this pod. Um, I don't hear this on other pods whatsoever. It makes me want to suggest maximum overdrive to see what you can do. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, we might have to work. Christine is going to come up. And Christine about. is another one as well. Yeah. Absolutely. It's yeah. one I've, I've, I've tossed around myself. I, cool. I, nice. I guarantee I'll be the one to pop that out at some point. Cool. Um, cool. So here's Jabba Royale. And I went, I went difficult with this one as opposed to, oh, that would be a good fight. <laughs> okay. Okay. Tobio and Hanaka. Oh, good choice. Fuck me. Because there was a bunch. I'm like, that would be a good fight. But I'm like, nah. <laughs> let's, let's go with the jobbers that are really jobbers. So. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they are. <laughs> this, is a this is an attraction belt. <laughs> for right. WrestleMania. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh, whoever Who wants to take it first, please go ahead. Reverend, please. I think I'm going to bet on the underdog, underdog here and go with Tobio. I think that there's a lot of fucking pent-up rage in there. Mm, I'm interesting. Gonna go with that. I'm just going to go with that, man. I dig it. What do you got, man? Baron. You could have something there, Reverend, as well, because you're going for the dark horse, the be, uh, be wary of the quiet ones as well, because... Um, is it Tanaka? Sorry, what was her name again? Hanaka? Uh, Tobio. No, Tobio no, no, the other one. Hanako's the other one. Hanako, thank you. Um, if you didn't think about it, you would take her, but that's just because she's loud. That doesn't mean that she's dangerous, yeah? It's just right. that she's loud. Um, and you never see her lay hands on Toshi either at any time. Again, it's just loud, a lot of barking as well. Um, but Toby, a lot of uh, pent-up rage. And you don't know where she has come from at the start of the film because she's just wandering in the middle of nowhere as right. well. 
yeah, yeah. So you don't know what she's done before this film, before the start of this film as well. And not a speck, and, and also, um, I'll go there, there's not a speck of dirt or blood on her, which could suggest that she has not uh, had any kind of altercation or she's just dealt with every altercation effortlessly up until that point. Interesting. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go Tobio as well. Commander, okay. what do you got? Okay, okay. I'm going to I'm gonna change. I'm going to go ahead and make, make the dark horse go to the other side. I think that Hanako might be underrated here. Um, clearly she is fucking, she is Jap Japan's equivalent of trailer trash. She's not from a good spot, man. <laughs> right, like, right. We know, we know she's a hood ass fucking broad. She could like, she's dealing with two dudes and she's fucking going up against Toshi. Now Toshi's made of pussy. We already talked about that, but she's not afraid of him or Masao or anybody else, and when a fucking robbery goes down, she's less shook than Toshi. She's I'll cool with that. it. I'll give you that, man. Yeah. She, she's fucking, she's a gangster's wife, man. She's all right with it. Now, is she's clearly not super experienced in it, but she also didn't fucking break. And also, I mean, pound for pound, that's a big bitch, man. She's bigger than that other lady. Like she, oh, like she's she, definitely bigger than Tobia. Yeah, man, I think that Tobia is slight even, petite. Yes. Even if you go, even if you go, fucking just pound for pound in the ring, a fucking solid lucky punch, she's gonna win. I, I'm gonna. Yeah, I, I think you're I, right. I, you I know what, go dude? I, I gotta give you that, man. Seriously, physical fucking fight, fist fight. I, I gotta say that Tobio's just taking a dive because there ain't much to her. But you gotta say that she's pretty badass because right after she gets rejected by Ace, she goes and walks through a fucking crowd of zombies like it ain't no thing. She don't even I, give a fuck, dude. I will. Well, that could just be a death wish for one thing. But I will fully mm. admit, but that that is a fighting edge in and of itself. Like if she don't give a fuck. And honestly, I do think that she could be a holy shit, I can't believe that little fucking person just absolutely mopped the floor with that big motherfucker. Cause I've seen it happen. Like I'm, yeah. I, I I wouldn't put that out of the realm of possibility. I'm just saying I got a better paycheck on this. I'm going Hanaka. Reverend, yeah. are you calling an audible and going with the commander? Ah man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what friendly terms man we losing less than 20 bucks we're gonna just sit here and watch this fight play out dude seriously I'll, I'll go against you just so we can have a bet man because i don't know i don't know who's gonna take this shit i guess i'll go with well, tobio you're going just, tobio cool just to make a good fucking okay. a good fight here tobio's okay. been circled it's over it's done okay all right okay tobio cool. wins well done gentlemen um yeah, I didn't see any product placement. Probably there might, I don't think there was any intentional. This seems like one of those ones where uh, if there was any, it, it was uh, unregulated. They didn't get any yeah. money for it. It just happened That's, to be there. This is very gorilla style. You know, yeah. This entire film yeah. is a fucking product placement. And that product is goddamn Guitar Wolf because they <laughs> have produced album after oh. motherfucking album and they are producing that product putting it on the shelves hard copies 
wax vinyls back when they were making this is back when they had cassette tapes like at the beginning of the fucking film guitar wolf has been making music since the cassette tapes were a thing and now they're a thing again because it's 30 years later and it's fucking retro you know <laughs> yeah man I, yeah i bet you anything those dudes were making vinyl and then only made cds and then went back to making vinyl and cassettes no doubt yeah yeah <laughs> that's the, that's the product placement in this film 100 percent. i love it i love it um i love this goddamn movie let's rate it let's rate it uh i'll start Begins. with you i'll start with you baron please okay thank you thank you um first of all uh yeah i just want to shout out and commend the messaging of this film yeah there's the crying game out there uh, but that is like a highly acclaimed, critically acclaimed film. This is, you know, underground guerrilla filmmaking. Um, and for this type of film, I haven't seen it done before. And this type of film is profoundly and as poignantly as, you know, uh, Guitar Wolf saying that rock and roll has no nationalities, boundaries or genders. I was cheering when it came up. I thought this is fucking fantastic. Well done, people. Um, and also, uh, not just that, but also uh, the boundary between life and death because Hanako and Toshi get back together as zombies and make up for their little past disputes and kiss each other. I forgot that. That was a beautiful. I really liked that. I did enjoy it. as much as I hated those two characters. I enjoyed yeah. that part. That was cool. Uh, that was that's that as, as widespread as Guitar Wolf's, uh, you know, message. You know, spread. Um, yeah. So for the messaging for this film is absolutely fantastic. Twenty twenty one can learn something from Guitar Wolf nineteen ninety nine. Absolutely. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely um, commend that film for this. You put it well before, when you were saying if this uh, if this is your type of film, a ten, um, give it. Uh, you give it a ten. Um, if it's not, give it a zero. But I'm not going to go the zero mark whatsoever. Um, the critiques I have about it, yes, it's made by a music video director, but some of the pacing is a little slow. It takes a while to get to the good stuff. If they never bothered about pretty much, I don't think you needed to really, I think you could have condensed that down and not worry about trying to, and albeit failing to make kind of narrative character links and just sped it up some more to really heighten that music video aspect. I would rate it higher in that sense because the pacing kind of took me out of it a little bit um so i will give it a four because it isn't my type of film but it is a film i was very impressed by the messaging and i was just astounded by it just going i've never seen this type of movie before um it was a good pairing um that we've got with um slaughterhouse massacre too because it strongly uses rock and roll from different eras sure different styles but it is a kind of like a musical elements coming through in its own way there um so you know, I appreciated that not necessarily I would say um, liked this film, but I highly fucking appreciated this film uh, too. So, um, so I give it a heart, a heartfelt four, if that makes sense. I yeah. love it. Okay. I love it. I think cool. that's totally fair. Okay, cool. Cool. Reverend. All right, man. Well, honestly, yeah, I went low with the movie that I fucking suggested last week, but this one, has Guitar Wolf in it. 
and it gets an automatic <laughs> fucking case. three points at least above what I said last week. So what does that make us at a 7.5, I think, man? Because it may not seem serious, and I may have had fucking athletes foot my entire life, but at one of these points, all of my toenails are just going to fall out, or I'm going to lose a pinky toe. Who fucking knows? But... Yeah, I'm going to go 7.5 on this one just because even though there's not much of a plot line, even though it might be a fucking music video, it's got a fucking awesome morality tale. It's got the fucking Japanese Ramones in it, and they're actually a really fucking good band. There's aliens, zombies, violence, guns. There's not much in this film that's missing, man. There really isn't. So, yeah, I, Guitar Wolf gives it an automatic plus three on anything I gave to any other mediocre movie ever. So that puts this at a 7.5 easily. That's fantastic. Um, Commander, yeah, um, the referee just reminded me there. Do you have a, um, a disease and ailment you liken it to? Me? Yeah. I was thinking about that. Um, I did not come up with a disease for this one. Um, I do have a number, though. Um, much, much like, much like what you came up with, uh, what what you said about this movie, I, I I think that's perfect. It's the pacing is really bad. Um, clearly, the budget is very, very low, and they just. But this is such a fuck. This is a fucking punk rock movie it's yeah. it's a japanese yeah. Yeah. punk yeah. rock movie yeah. it's it's cool i mean they are making poignant political statements they're not even fucking being guarded about it's not buried within other plot points there's not a plot they, there's nowhere to bury it. it's just there <laughs> So it's not a good movie. As a matter of fact, this is probably the worst movie that we've watched, I, I think, I, as far as how it's put together. What it says is, is a fucking 11 out of 10. It mm. says that fucking everybody's fine. Let everybody do what the fuck they want and rock and mm. roll rules and fuck we'll yes, never stop. Fuck, yes. fuck, fuck yeah, man. Fuck and roll. And I'm not mad at 7.5. I'm not mad at fucking four um, because it's rock and roll because it doesn't give a fuck about anything. And because it, it, it fucking just does it. It's a cult classic too. Right. So yeah. 6.6. 6. Nice. I think, I think what we have here is fuck all diseases and elements. This movie is just punk rock slash rock and roll. Is what this I mean, I, is. this is probably yeah. because it's a punk rock movie, it's probably scabies. Scabies. <laughs> okay, Very enough. good, man. Very good. I went with athlete's foot, which is just athlete's minor foot. compared to the fucking scabies. scabies that you just gave it. All right, I'll go, I'll throw in uh, delirium fever. You know what I mean? It'll fucking send you haywire and everywhere, but you're, but you're grinning at the same time, going, whoa, this is fucking right. nuts. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say about this one. I, I recommend it to people that like bad yet somehow important cinema. That's it. Go check it yeah, out. Yeah, I co-sign that 100%. Yeah, definitely. 
comb your hair, smooth your minds out, motherfucker. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.